from a snow-capped peak high above the city of Seattle. This is Closed for Logging. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster-Burton. What? What did I do? The, did I do the breath thing? I don't think I did. You didn't do the breath thing. I okay. Don't, I don't know why I rolled my eyes. Yeah. I apologize. Oh, it's it's because you hate this show. Like <laughs> as soon as you hear that, you're like, I can't stand this show. Yeah, I why? I can't believe I'm still doing it. <laughs> why? <laughs> and uh, and we're back. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been way too long. Like mm-hmm. um uh you know the the world has had nothing to masturbate to. <laughs> so um, we, we basically had an existential crisis a little bit. I think you you and I did or or like I humanity. This, I think this show did. Um, yeah, like why? Why and and what's next? Um, yeah, well, and I think I think we're going to answer that question today yep. um, with a with a project that we've been working on for a while. Um, <laughs> me, well, I mean, we've been talking about it for a while and and working on it for, like since yesterday, at least for twenty nine minutes right. before I got here. Okay, uh, and uh, but that'll be that'll be closer to the end of the show. Um, in uh, in the meantime, I mean, what's going on with you? I understand you have a new house. I have a new house, and it's. Um, what do you think? Eleven blocks from here? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's uncomfortably close. Uncomfortably close. So I could stalk you. I could, I don't know, streak in front of your window here. You know what's what's funny? Do you ever like get annoyed by something you're doing as you're doing it? Oh, every day of my life. Really? <laughs> I I think so. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, usually like when it's when it, when I'm saying something and like I can't believe this is coming out of my mouth, but like it's too late to turn back. Like your own douche alert goes yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. I've I've lived here all of one week, and I've started to realize that everyone I am talking to, I insert the the sentence, "I walked here," <laughs> because I live in the center of Capitol Hill now. You can pretty much walk anywhere. I walked to downtown. I walked to a bar to meet some friends last night. I walked here to Matthews. I walk everywhere. But it's so boring. And as I'm saying it, I realize I'm such a douche. Like, who cares? And if if you're not from Seattle and not familiar with Capitol Hill, that's where Congress meets. Congress? Excuse me? <laughs> Work. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was okay. so dumb. I actually gave you props to think there was some hidden joke in there. No, no. That was like, <laughs> d- it's also apparently dad joke central. Oh my God. Like you said it. And yeah. I, I really value your humor so much that I went... Like the gay Congress, like the the cuff, like I was just towing the, the Congress of. Is I was, there is there a club called the Gay Congress? Because that should be. I kind of love. I, I'm envisioning like what that would be like, and it seems like you know I'm coming across the aisle for some uh, for some uh, bipartisan action. <laughs> the House of Representatives takes a whole non homely meaning. Yeah, of this. yeah. <laughs> awesome. So you apparently have a fortune for me, or oh, for you. Okay, so um, my uh, my wife Lori and I we went to Vancouver, which is in. Canada. It's mm-hmm. also in Washington, but the Canadian one is better. I'm going to take a stand on that. Was uh, it a vacation? It was a vacation. Did you get a sex injury? Um, no. Okay, good. Um, I mean, sort of. Um, and uh, so I, I assume you're familiar, and, and this does not stray far from like dad joke territory, I admit, oh, but God. I assume you're familiar with uh, with the, the game of uh, you read the fortune from the fortune cookie, and then you say... In bed. Right. So... Um, this is always at least, I, I always find this at least moderately funny. Um, so we went to a Chinese restaurant and, uh, and Lori opens her fortune cookie, reads it and just passes it to me like dead pan, like, you know, no expression. And I pick it up and it says. 1, 18, 36, 40, 44, 47. Wow, you have good eyesight. In bed. Do you have, do you have contacts? No. Wow. Uh, it said, you will be in the best position. <laughs> So that was basically my favorite fortune ever. Uh, it's, that's uh, just that's like almost like the the fortune cooker cookie writer <laughs> the knew fortune it. Fortune cooker. The fortune cooker writer knew it. 
Um, do you yeah. think maybe that there's some there's a little bit of that? Like they're like we know we know what people do with these. Yeah, we know where people stick these fortune cookies. We yeah, we know what, the, what games they're playing, and we're gonna play back. Um, yeah, you're probably right. Are there other? I, I know I know some people say between the sheets, which has kind of a delightful like innocent 1950s feel to it. <laughs> uh, what what else do people say? What, what, are there any other fortune cookie games? Oh. Hmm. Um, there's I'm probably, sure there's probably something involving trying to like put the fortunes together in some way. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> or just like put the cookies together like they're kissing. Remember when we went out to sushi and yours was you you are good in finance and mine was I make people laugh or something. Yeah, it was like, really weird. It was kind of weird. I mean, not that I think I make people laugh and well, you are good at finance. I mean, that's that is your second job, but that was kind of weird. My skills at finance make people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so okay, so you so you uh, have been moving. How do you feel about moving? Is it your favorite thing? <laughs> yeah, you know it's not stressful at all. Okay. Um, you learn who your friends are, and everything's just great. It's like I, I would move every day of the year. Great. Well, I mean, I I had a terrific time helping you move in the sense that you said come over, come over and help move, and I said I'm not available at that time. How about on Tuesday? And then by the time it was Tuesday, you were basically done, and we played video games instead. <laughs> well, let's back up. I hate moving, as as does everyone in the entire universe. Oh, of course. Um, and let's also be clear: I did not ask Matthew to help me move because, as a 44 year old, you don't ask people to help you move anymore. Wait, you, really? Yes, you hire movers. Okay. So the reason we didn't hire movers is because... Oh, you didn't. We did not hire movers <laughs> is because um, our new place is half the size and we weren't moving any f- big furniture. We were just moving boxes, which gives you the illusion that you don't need to hire people. Oh, sure. And that's an illusion. I am so sore because I have moved so much shit. Oh, you know, I remember this moving from, like, the first time we moved, basically, uh, from one tiny apartment to another one one block away. So we're like, yeah, one block away. We, you know, I think think we did hire, like, you know, guy from Craigslist with truck. Yeah. to like move some that of the bigger stuff. like the beginning of some oh, yeah. murder, <laughs> double murder. <laughs> no, no, you're thinking guy with van. It's very different. <laughs> you just hired a guy off Craigslist? Of course. Well, just actually, okay. Some guy like, hey, I'll help you move. This was like 1997. I don't think there was Craigslist yet. It was a guy with an ad in the back of the stranger, like, you Mover know, rapist? Guy, guy with truck. Com? Yeah. Oh, you, you just call someone guy with truck? Yeah, it was totally guy with truck. Oh, that, I was, would never a, do that. It was a more innocent time. Only dudes could do that. My wife isn't a dude. No, but she's got you. Yeah. Not that 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 really protects her, but I just think uh, two women are not going to hire the the back of, like, the stranger guy with truck. This sounds like the beginning of a bad lesbian joke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still working on that punchline right now. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. What what does a lesbian bring to a second date? (laughs) Guy Um, with truck. Guy with truck. Um, Hey, so I didn't... (laughs) Maybe tighten up that punchline a little. (laughs) I didn't ask you to move. I you were very nice. <laughs> well, I was in your way. You, yeah, move. Um, you you were very nice and, and offered twice. I was basically I believe when you say I offered twice, I kept sending you text messages talking about how strong I am. <laughs> you actually did. This was one of them was need any help moving? Strong like ox, <laughs> which cracked me up. And yeah. then I you know, sometimes things are funny because they're true. Not that's not, not why it wasn't, not one, wasn't so much funny, yeah. but that was really funny. <laughs> um, I did have a friend help who was who was strong like ox. He did okay. a great job. Um, wait, I was going to ask you something about moving. Oh, sorry. Damn it. Wait, we were, what were You'll we talking about? It. Oh, no. Oh, we were talking about like how, how you, you had... Uh, 
you, you had mostly boxes and and now you're really sore. Yeah. And yeah. I and I was talking about how uh, we moved one block and Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um the worst move I ever had, we bought the house next door to our apartment. Sure. There was just a fence line between our porch. Oh, so you just had to throw stuff over the fence. Yes. And we were in our twenties, so we did ask everyone to help us move yep. because we it, we had to go around the fence and we still it was furniture and big stuff. Basically, no one really helped out. There was like two people that responded they could do sure. it because they all said moving next door it can't possibly be easier. It was the hardest move ever because we actually had more steps to take than if we had gone into a truck. Yeah, what I was going to say was this first move of ours, like, you know, we had guy with truck, but then we had like all the leftover stuff that looks like, oh, you know, that's yeah. going to be one trip. And right. like, you know, 17 Never. trips later, you know, um, the, the thing I remember best from that move, the best part um, was we had this uh, Ikea, cheap ass Ikea bookshelf that we didn't want anymore. Uh-huh. And so and so we reduced it to rubble in the parking lot <laughs> out back by like hitting it with hammers. It was the best. <laughs> so uh, I moved from a street, uh, McClellan, which is a really, really busy street in Seattle. And it's I think it's known for its ability for you to put something you don't want on the corner of the street and before you've even gone back into your house someone's picked it up absolutely yes it's incredible but i mean but where you are now that'll work also so i put april on the corner and (laughs) she was gone Uh uh-huh no uh so we put this um, i saw her on a milk carton (laughs) we put this table and chairs we didn't want anymore that were too much of a pain to take to goodwill and fit in a car so we just put them on the corner and before my friend uh justin and my brother-in-law set the table and chairs down someone went pulled over and they loaded it up it didn't even hit the ground okay so the exception to this is uh sofas and mattresses as soon as you put them down it will start raining and they will grow a three inch thick carpet of mold oh that's so gross just that just that oh it's the uh, a mattress that's that's been through like several days of rain is the most disgusting thing in the world like you know i i envy our our local i mean i don't even know where they go because like you know the the garbage man doesn't pick them up because uh, yeah I I don't know what happens what there. What does happen? Maybe to them? they literally rot away to nothing. <laughs> we should put an apple core next to a like a moldy uh, sofa and see which one disappears faster. Right, and the the thing that gets me is when you see like the the uh, the old like you know that the, the stained old like like disgusting to begin with sofa that that someone has has taken the time to write a sign that says free like a nice and put sign. it on there yeah, like a much yeah, nicer like, sign like you're doing people a favor <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know that this is going to sit on the, right. on the corner for a week and then mysteriously disappear there should be a $200 bill wait there's no $200 bill <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> there should be two $100 bills taped. <laughs> that was so dumb. Right, uh-huh. That was so dumb. I hate myself. There should be two $100 bills taped to the sign and say, please take. Yes. And then they would just take the bills and leave the sofa. Exactly. Because right. that, that's what I would do. Of course. <laughs> um, um, I uh, found a $100 bill um, on the uh, floor of the Safeway the other day. Did, did I already tell you the no. story? Okay. Um, how so lucky. I was, uh, I mean, you're going to make fun of me for how this turns out, but that's fine. Uh, what else is new? <laughs> I, was, I was at the Safeway. I was using the self-check machine, and I noticed there was like a piece of paper on the floor by my foot, and I picked it up, and it was a $100 bill. Wait, wait, back up. You saw a piece of paper and your brain didn't instantly register cash? Well, I like, you know, brushed my foot against it and like, you know, glanced that way. Oh, like, you know, someone dropped their shopping uh, list or gotcha. something. But then I looked again. I, okay. I guess like the first time, my first look, I went, uh-huh. and, then, and then I looked again. <laughs> right. So uh, I, um, 
but I, I took it over to the to the uh, customer service and counter. Said, I saw and this said, piece of paper. What is it? <laughs> right. It said somebody <laughs> dropped this. Um, I don't know what it is. And and the uh, and the guy the guy like really you're sure you want to turn this in? Um, and I said yeah you know what it is. It's not that I'm like a good person. It's that I sort of foresee that if I take this, the person who dropped it is a, is going to be a very large person who is not far from here. And like I'll get like ten feet outside the store and I'll feel this giant hand grab my shoulder and say, uh-huh. I think you have something that belongs to me. And then so what you're saying is you're not ethical. You're just a coward. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, maybe maybe there's a maybe there's a middle ground. Maybe I'm an ethical coward. Like oh, I um, think that yeah. I think a lot of people fall into that category. Like you know, I, I'll do the right thing because I'm scared of what might happen if I don't. I think there's a lot of eth cows out there. Yeah, there's a lot of eth cows. Um, maybe the guy was said you do you really want to do this because he know he knew he would take it. Maybe, but I think maybe he's an eth cow. I I think he would get in. Oh, you mean he would take it if he were in my position? No, no, like he would actually pocket it. I maybe, but I feel like he 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 would be like in an even more severe eth cow position. In that, like, I'm sure it is extremely against the rules to pocket some money that someone turns in at the no, customer service no. counter. Maybe he would just go to the bathroom, uh-huh. drop it on the floor. Yeah. Say, what is this? Go, <laughs> and then bend down, pick it up, and think, I'm keeping this. Oh, so when I was in the bathroom and I heard someone in the stall say, what is this? That's what was going on? Exactly. Okay, great. <laughs> I think we're going to take it to a break. Listeners, uh, as you may recall. <laughs> Dear listeners. <laughs> listeners, uh, thanks, for, thanks for coming back to, to our pad. Uh, as you as you may recall, we had this idea a few weeks ago called uh, the Look Inside This Book Club, uh, and here's how it works. Uh, we pick a book based on um, spending 17 seconds browsing Amazon and seeing a cover of a book and saying, uh, that looks dumb. <laughs> that looks really dumb. And then we read the 10% of the book that you can get for free on Is Amazon. Is it fully 10%? Um, I don't think so. I think in this case it was less. Yeah, yeah. it's 11 pages. There's okay. no way that book's 100 pages. Uh, you're right. Okay, maybe yeah. 5%. Right. Maybe nah, a, a, small, a small, the free excerpt. Whatever's okay? free. It doesn't Whatever's really matter. Whatever's free. We're not, we're not like the kind of book club that would buy a book. Yeah, we're not investing anything in we're, this. Yeah, not, we're not some kind of urban intellectuals. <laughs> uh, and we read that and, uh, we, and we discuss the book. Yep, So um, we, uh, we have a, a great selection. You may want to... Uh, after we reveal the uh, the subject of, of uh, this week's book club, you may want to pause and, and read the book yourself, which will cost you nothing except um, 10 minutes of your life, yeah. which you can't get back. Actually, that's a great idea. Re- uh, listeners, yeah. read along. So we'll- when, you hear, when you hear this sound, <laughs> that, that was supposed to be my wind chime sound. <laughs> it know. didn't come out the way I, I imagined it. But, but let's, let's agree that that's the sound. When you, <laughs> when you hear, okay, that's it. We've just decided what we have. Look inside this book club, and that's the sound where you pause, and you yourself can go read the 11 pages of, I'm going to reveal it right now, Please. The Holmes Man, a novel by Bye. Glendon Swarthout. And that's where we had our first laugh. I thought it was Swarthout. I thought it was Swarthout. Get the Swarthout. Or Swarthout. Swarthout. Anyway, it's Glendon. Swarthout. There's so many possibilities. He's the author of The Shootist and Bless the Beasts and Children. Which I think are kind of well-known books. This book was made into a movie by Tommy Lee Jones. I believe, I believe he directed it. Mm-hmm. I think maybe he was also in it. Anyway, it's called The Homesman, which is not a word. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, but, so you should go, because wait, do the sound. Brrr. Okay, go read the t- 11 pages, and then you'll probably appreciate our review a little bit better. Okay. 
is this a review or is this? I, I thought this is where, like where we sit around, we drink, <laughs> uh, we drink uh, some white wine, <laughs> we drink some Beaujolais, yeah, some Beaujolais, <laughs> and and we and we just talk books. We totally talk books, but we talk books like with the the, the slightest amount of real knowledge about the book. We have we have really just a window, a very right. tiny window. Oh, I, re- I read the book, and by the, by the book, I mean the first eleven pages of the right. book. We last got eleven night. pages. So we're going to talk about uh, what happens. I, I wrote some some questions like you might find in the back of a book where, uh-huh. you know, like questions to spark discussion at your book club. Okay. I wrote some of those to hit hit you with and, okay. and, and I'll weigh in also. Okay. And, uh, and then we'll talk about what uh, we think might happen in the rest of the book. Yeah. So that'll be the kind of the pattern okay. is, is we announce the book, you go read it. Matthew will uh, ask some, uh, you know, book club questions of yep. me, and then we will decide what we think is going to happen in the book. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to start by like summarizing what happened in in, in so far yeah. in these uh, crucial? And if, and if you don't, pages. and if you don't remember some of it, that's oh. okay. Just make it up. Oh, I can pretty much remember okay. it very clearly. All right. Basically, from my perspective, this book is like a really deep, dark, evil. Not very well written, uh, Little House on the Prairie. That yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So if like Little House on the Prairie were really like Twilight Zone demented, right, right, where like 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 Ma has like some yeah. kind of like uh, postpartum psychosis, yes. right. So so Ma, like we're just going to put it in terms that you can understand. Yeah. Little House on the Prairie. So. Pa is basically an asshole. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's like, you're pregnant again, Ma? And Pa, by the name is, by the way, is named Ves- Vesper? Vester. Vester. Wait, wait, was, I think it's Vester. Vester, right? like yeah. Vester the Molester. Yeah, like Vester the Molester. Ma is named Lean, short for something. Oh, I thought it was Line. No, I think it's like, her real name is like Angeline or something with Lean at the end. I think end. it was like Thermaline. Thermaline. <laughs> Vester. <laughs> okay. It's, it's from the school of literature of, I came up with some crazy names, let's write a book. <laughs> with Right within the first two paragraphs, you're, you're, you're getting so many crazy things, like Melonhead. Like she's talking, she's worried about she's pregnant. She's worried that her baby oh, her baby's because she's, be a she's forty three years old. She's worried that her baby's going to be crippled or a melon head or have a hair lip because God's going to be angry with them. Okay, they also talk about like losing all of their animals to something called black leg, which yeah. sounds pretty racist to me. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I mean, know, I know. Why not white leg? Plenty of my friends have black. Leg I know, and, right? And, and the rest of them. Yeah, and yellow arm is like probably next yeah so um you know their their oxen get the warbles do you know what the oh, warbles I was gonna are ask, i was gonna ask you about this so so i i wrote down some excerpts then one of their oxen <laughs> wait <laughs> i was gonna read this excerpt to like elaborate on what you said but now i looked at it so the excerpt just says then one of their oxen got the warbles <laughs> uh which are described as worms under the skin um and i wanted to ask you have you ever had the warbles and if so how did that make you feel <laughs> I, I didn't have the warbles. Did you um, have the scabies? You can cut open the swelling and douse the worms with coal oil to kill them. Did you know that? If you had any coal oil, you, that's how you get rid of the warbles. Do you think that works for just any any disease you might have? Just I, like, I had I had Giardia once on a trip to uh, Thailand, and I I would have been okay with them cutting it out if that were possible. Yeah, that's like like the the digestive warbles. Yeah, right? the digestive yeah. warbles. So basically, the, the the quick summary is it's Little House on the Prairie, but shit goes bad, and Ma totally well, it's like the long winter. Yeah, the, the, except not at all. Ma has a baby postpartum freak out, and can I say what happens? Oh, to the baby. Spoiler alert. Yeah, first 11 pages, she puts the baby headfirst down the fucking toilet. Yeah. Which is not a toilet, of course. It's an outhouse. Right. 
So that's that's the first that's a, that's the eleven pages. So wow, what are your questions? Because oh, okay. God, all right, thank you, thank you for the summary. I'm gonna have a sip of my Pinot Grigio. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm gonna mostly I've, I've just got some some a few excerpts uh, from the from the book that I want to read, uh, and then a, a question sparked by that excerpt. <laughs> then this winter of damnation, how had they sinned? How have you sinned? <laughs> I mean, it is winter. <laughs> I mean, have, have you been have you been sinning this winter? I know I have. Wow, I don't know. I mean, this book made me feel like a little bit guilty for complaining that like the pizza place isn't close enough of a walk to my house. Oh. I mean, they're eating like what corn pone all winter. Yeah, it's like Whatever. nothing but pone. What, what is what is pone? Oh, I think um, is that the same as poon? <laughs> I don't know, but they have no because f- that's what I thought it was, and I didn't feel sorry for them. They have no food left, like so. Right, like before she puts the baby down the toilet, which actually, uh, seeing as how they have no food, isn't really a horrible thing. Right, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe they could have eaten it. That would have maybe been a little bit more horrible. Um, yeah. That, <laughs> that, oh yeah, alive, alive too. But there's like there's like three daughters, and they sent one daughter out to what was the word? To, oh, it was like some um, archaic word for cleaning oh. to like not douche but like douse or is, wait is that what they were talking about to clean for another home or, or to work oh right you know i can find <laughs> it later but anyway it was a really weird weird the, the, we didn't really explain why, why vester is such a molester basically he he you know oh i'm getting there okay go ahead uh he put a hand on her belly and said a baby was not his fault. A man had his needs, he said, and the Almighty had provided woman for those needs. That seems about right, don't you think? <laughs> she pushed his hand away. <laughs> Which, I don't know why she didn't punch the dick. Yeah. I mean, right? In the dick. In the dick. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a terrible story. I was fully depressed. Uh-huh. Um, by the way, we should specify the author of this book is long dead, and so right. you don't have to feel sorry for it. Yeah, him. yeah. We decided that we're going to probably pick dead authors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we could be fully free with our words. And and I, I apologize to the descendants of um, Glendon Swarthout. Swarthout. You know what? The descendants of Glendon Swarthout are all headfirst in a honey bucket. So I don't know where he came up with that idea, and it's tragic. Oh, totally tragic. But does it make the book bad, or does it make it like we're talking about it? Therefore, it's like, you know, bad publicity is good publicity i mean the fact that like you know they there's like a tragedy in the first 11 pages doesn't make the book bad like the bad writing makes the book bad. okay <clears throat> twice when it must have been 40 below they brought the two pigs into the house for the night to save them from freezing but another night they failed to and a pack of wolves ate them down to the bones so my question for you is have you ever been eaten by a pack of wolves sexually <laughs> <laughs> That's inappropriate, and I will not dignify that question right. with an answer. It wasn't wolves. <laughs> it was llamas, okay? Moving okay. on. Uh, all right, I, I think, oh no, I've got a couple more excerpts, but uh, first I want to ask, why were the old days so terrible? I don't know, but thank God we were, I mean, do you think anyone's ever going to look back on, you know, 2015 and be like, thank God I wasn't born in 2015? Oh, I was just having this conversation the other day. I think definitely yes. I think we are totally like living in, in a like uh, medieval past. No one's going to really look at our lives though and be like, that was horrible. Oh, sure they are. No, not for Americans. I'm talking, I mean, maybe they'll look back on, you know, impoverished people in developing countries and say that, but I don't think for me and you, like someone's not going to look back on our lives. Oh no, let's, let's, let's be real here. Come on. Like, um, I, I totally think they are. <laughs> you do? Yes. Interesting. Um, like, do you look back at it like aristocratic, you know, 
England in the turn of the century and think, yeah, it was terrible. That was terrible for I mean, the for the kings and queens and yes, definitely. I mean, like, <laughs> um, you know, if they if they would like. If they had a toothache. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they got anything, they would probably like either die or be in, in horrible, uh, you know, unbearable pain for weeks. Okay. Um, you know, like the plumbing was not good. Okay. So like when we, when we cure cancer and AIDS and we look back at this time, yeah, we're exactly. going to all think, oh my God, they were right. all dying of cancer and AIDS. Right. And like, uh, you know, when we, when we like, uh, boy, this is getting serious. Like <laughs> when we, when, when we stopped wait, like Wait, hold murder. time out. Yeah, time out. Yeah, okay. Hold that thought. It got serious when the baby went in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good point. All right, moving on. Uh, have you ever delivered your own baby? And if so, how did that work out for you? <laughs> well, the one part that I did find sort of interesting and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? In- industrious, I guess is the word, is she she ends up having the baby on her own because Lester the molester had to go out for find some, something better than corn poon to get them mm-hmm. for food. And he, of course, there was a uh, snowstorm. Ain't nothing better than corn poon. <laughs> there was a snowstorm and he had to leave. And so so Lean goes ahead and, and ties rope on either side of her bed to the, the headboard to the baseboard so that she'll have something to hold on to as she leans into the labor process. I thought that was quite... Um, you know, industrious. Yeah, and she was, and uh, yeah, and like she had like good foresight. She was, she like yeah. tied the ropes up. She uh, she reread the book Lean In, um, <laughs> and uh, and then she on uh, Kindle, right. Nat- Natch. Yes, of course. Oh, they, yeah, no, the, the the bookmobile only came by once a month. They were ebooking everything. You know, I do feel sorry for them because they don't have look inside this Kindle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If I mean, they, she would they, have probably not put the baby in the toilet if she could have had a little book to read on, like, postpartum depression. Oh, I thought you meant that they couldn't look inside the book that is about them no. to see what was going to happen <laughs> so they could say, <laughs> No, I find it really— I need to change my ways. I can't believe there's this much to talk about with 11 pages. Oh, I had no doubt. Oh, God. So, okay, so she—the weird thing is that she knew she was going to have the baby. Like, she wasn't—she wasn't That is due. not weird. Most people really? do. She wasn't due for two weeks. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, that that did confuse. Well, I guess I don't know. She it was like her fourth, right? So maybe she maybe just knew just, the drill. But she I don't basically know how was like, works. but she was putting the cows to bed. She was putting the chickens to bed. She was like doing the shit on the farm that people do that I don't know what they do. Yeah, how and do then, you put cows to bed? You I, like I don't read know. Them a story. I don't know. Apparently, you put pigs to bed by letting the wolves eat them to their uh-huh. bones. But and then she gets. Inter- puts her girls behind the like quilt separator, right? And then she lays in bed, and just says, and then she felt that she was going to have the baby. Mm-hmm. It was like she was fine when she got in bed, and then of course, as as her plan in the twenty four hours that the molester was gone, she was definitely going to have the baby on her own. Um, well, and she warned him. She did warn that, him that like if he you know if he headed off like it was going to happen. Well, I think I don't know. Maybe maybe there's some sort of root you can eat. <laughs> I don't know, but it was all horrible. It was horrible and horrible. And I'm almost <laughs> wanting to keep reading the book just because, I don't know. I mean, it, it's got to get worse, and that in some ways is kind of better. Um, no, no. Un, the, one, the first rule of Look Inside This Book Club is you can never read the rest of the book. <laughs> is that true? Oh, yeah, definitely. I have not read, agreed to that. Uh, I, I think if you read the rest of the book, you're... It's it's a, an act of betrayal. Okay. I'm going to ask, can I turn the questions back on you? Oh, please. Okay, here's a quote. In an hour or so, when she's waiting to go into labor, in an hour or so, she felt squeezings inside. Have you ever felt squeezings inside? <laughs> oh, yeah. I Before you came over, um, I ate two burritos for lunch. <laughs> and so I'm going to be feeling some squeezings inside, like, <laughs> about half an hour. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, and on the squeezings and side note, uh-huh. totally random, yep. but not random. Uh-huh. I saw on Facebook today that there's a new vibrator that has camera at the end with LED lights, and you can sext FaceTime someone from inside your body. That <laughs> is is that like it's something that someone wants? Like, mm-hmm. it's waterproof unless you connect it by USB to your computer. What? <laughs> All of what I just said is true. <laughs> but okay, but but is there someone? I mean, I guess like there's someone who's into everything, but is like, is there is there someone who's like you know like like uh you know it uh, like I'm, uh, it looks good from the outside, but let's see let's see what it looks like you know all the way in. Don't you want to see what an orgasm looks like from the inside? Huh. I think it's kind of interesting. I'm not going to go maybe. buy the thing. I mean, maybe uh, I don't know if I want to see someone else's orgasm from the inside. I was gonna, I mean, maybe from, my wife. from like like a a purely. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, like, the, like, yeah, what would that look like? Um, but, like, in sort of a clinical way, not like a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like, let's let's make this, like, a weekly thing kind right. of way. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like, like it would be once. in the category, like, okay, I have seen what that looks like. I don't need to see it again. Yeah, so I'm just going to wait until other people buy this thing, and then I'll do a uh, YouTube You don't think search. that video is already out there? I don't know. I think we should find out. I bet that. We'll post that video at closeforlocking.com. No, we won't. I'm really glad that they don't have outhouse cam because then we would have seen the baby coming in. (laughs) Okay, we're going to take it to a break. We'll be back with more. All right. I I have another question for... um, My name's Matthew. Hi. Matthew, sorry. I just (laughs) swallowing some spit. Okay. There's a word I learned in the book, and I, I wonder actually, if it's the same word I was about to hit you okay, with. Maybe. There's a word I saw in the book, and um, I want you to come up with a definition for it. The word is wampus. <laughs> W-A-M-P-U-S. Well, I can, I can define it because it says what it is in the book. <clears throat> she sat up and threw the covers aside and raised her knees and drew her wampus, the long hickory shirt worn over trousers, up to her breast. So the thing, yeah, because I read that and I'm like, you know, I'm the kind of guy who like likes to wear clothing that was last in style in like 1910. Can I get a wampus? <laughs> I just think wampus is the best word ever. Oh, absolutely. Did you yeah. ever play Hunt the Wampus? No. It was a early video game. Was do you think wampus was this referring to the same hickory colored? No. Sure. Uh, it, well, yeah. What did it mean when it said hickory? Because like know. that's wood, right? Yeah. Is it a shirt made of wood? That seems that seems like so uncomfortable. I wouldn't even wear it. Yeah, but it, perfect for this book. Everything oh, yes. about their Every, lives is, is, is terrible. Terrible. Like, a, a, it's like a wampus has fallen over their yeah. household. You know what this book is good for? This is a prescription for someone who's depressed. Oh, so they so you can say. Well, <laughs> not like major depression because it would lead to suicide, but like someone who's just got the blues. Right. Like, uh, all right. My life is cool. <laughs> right. I'm not eating corn poon. I don't wear a wampus. I didn't put my baby in the outhouse. And this is starting to sound like a song. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I know I've said it a million times, but the whole sentence, the tragedy of the sentence, she went barefoot by the path to the outhouse opened the door, stepped inside, and pushed the naked baby down the hole head first. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's Man, now I'm, I'm, so now I'm a little worried about next uh, <laughs> our next book club, that oh, there's going to be God. something even worse. Oh, we didn't even talk about Vester's last name. Well, what is it? I don't remember. Belknap. Oh, like Belknap? I, with I, a K. I, yeah, I, I, I know somebody with that name, so it didn't seem funny It sort of seems like an anagram. Oh, probably like Pank Bell. Like his first name, Vester, would be Retsev, and then Pan Plank, B-Plank? Yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, 
He dismounted directly. I think I want to start yeah. talking like that. <laughs> um, did you like the sentence that went like this? The, she said, the, 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 the. Yeah, that was like some some guy deciding what crazy woman sounds like. Well, uh, it seemed like, um, you know, your, something something went wrong with your computer keyboard, but I presumably he wrote this on a typewriter. <laughs> okay, there's one question that I have for you, which okay. I didn't understand. Yeah. The minister shook his head because the minister showed up and, you know, the vester started freaking out because, of course, you know, see wife. Uh, the minister shook his head and then asked irrelevantly, what have you done with the child? And he says, put her in the stable high up, wolves. She'll keep till I can get in the ground. Oh, now I remember. I'm sorry. It's the yes. baby. For a second, I thought he meant his wife. <laughs> and I was really confused. Well, I mean, she does get devoured by wolves <laughs> night after night. Okay, so he fucking reached into the outhouse and pulled the baby out. <laughs> yes, oh, apparently. this is getting worse now, all the time. You're worse than Glendon Swarthout because you're you're like adding details to stuff that he glossed over mercifully. Oh, jeez, this is terrible. Okay, um, I have one more question for my list, and then I want to talk about uh, what happens next in the book, uh-huh. which uh, we're going to make up. It was custom in the territory to ride up and wait some rods before a sod house until someone came out and you were recognized before you rode near and dismounted. What is rods before a sod house a euphemism for? (laughs) Wait, where is that? I don't know. It's in there somewhere. (laughs) Rods before a sod house um, is uh, a length of measurement. You would would take the largest uh, penis in town, multiply it by seven. um, That's actually another Glendon Swarthout book, The Largest (laughs) Penis in Town. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's also tragic. So uh, seven rods... Okay, is the standard measurement, and um, a rod would be the longest penis in town, which in this particular town was nine inches. Okay. So nine inches times seven, 63. And this this sounds like a pretty small town, so that that guy with the the nine-incher was probably pretty famous. Yeah, so it's really not that far from the sod house doors, actually. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. What was the guy's name with the nine-inch penis? (laughs) Um, um, Little Bit. (laughs) <laughs> oh, so it's one of those ironic names, yeah. like Tiny. Yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah, his name is Little Bit. Okay, let me. So let me <laughs> retract what I said before about how, like, uh, uh, you know, the old days were so terrible. If you were that guy, that seems like that would be all right. <laughs> Especially when the Lord Almighty put women there for to service their needs or whatever. Oh yeah, like. <laughs> You know, you just, you, if you're a little bit, you just walk down the street and like, you know, end up like balls deep in something. Okay. So then to make this even more tragic, the guy, the husband doesn't want to be left with her because she's like freaking well, would you? bonkers. It's his wife, right? So, <laughs> so the, the Reverend's like, yeah, you know, um, um, I'm, I, you, you need to take care of it. It's your wife. And he, and the, the husband's like, I, I can't live like this. She can't cook or clean or nothing. No use to no one, leastwise herself. My point exactly. <laughs> I mean, think of it this she way. She must go. If if his if his horse was rabid, can a horse get rabies? I'm sure. If his horse had like mange or something, like would the minister tell him he had to like look after the horse? Hmm. That's that's a good question. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, Wait, I'll, another question for you. With the ministers, <laughs> would it be be okay for him to continue fucking the horse? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> Reverend Dowd at one point rewinds his muffler. What is rewinding his <laughs> his muffler euphemism for? Um, I don't know. That seems to involve two pieces of technology that hadn't been invented yet at the time of this book. Exactly. Um, so what does that mean? Yeah, I mean it's like when you, when you if you don't rewind your muffler before returning it. To the, to the muffler shop, then you get charged an extra dollar. Um, 
That's that's all I got. What does that mean? It's a joke about it, the video store. No, I know what oh, you what, is, what you're saying, but what does it really mean? Well, I think it means he put his scarf back on, but it's like the oh. fanciest way of saying it. Oh, interesting. Oh, I didn't even think that. I just won book club. He tied the muffler on top. Oh. It's like a fucking scarf bow. On top of what? His head. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this is a, like a turban. I don't know. Okay, we we should move I, on to the next part of um, look inside this book club, it's, which uh, Matthew and I compare to see who's got a better idea of where this story goes. Okay, neither of us have prepared anything. This is we're no, making this up on the spot. It's okay. completely improv. Okay, so so the all right the characters. I want to make sure we know who the characters are. There's there's uh, uh, Vernon. No, Vester. Vester. Lean or line. Theoline or Theoline. Yep. Uh, there's three girls. Three or, girls okay. and one dead baby. Uh, there's a couple of dead pigs. Uh, dead pigs, some wolves, pack of wolves. Oh, the, the wolves. Oh, okay. Pack of wolves. And don't forget the reverend with who's rewinding his muffler, and he had to be seven rod, rods away from the sod house. Okay. Um, here is what's going to happen. Um, the um, uh, crazy crazy wife, uh, Theoline, um, she uh, goes out into the forest. She meets the pack of wolves. Um, she... Uh, gets down with them in in like ways you never thought possible, and like becomes gets adopted by the wolf pack. Gets and, and down with them. Yes. What's uh, that a euphemism for? She gets eaten down to the bone. <laughs> uh, and she she gets adopted into the wolf pack and uh, and uh, crowned their leader, and like rides around on a chariot pulled by wolves through the forest. Meanwhile, oh, you go sci fi with this. Fantasy. fantasy. Sorry. Meanwhile, me. um, the uh, the three girls um, go through a passage in the back of the wardrobe, which is also mm. in, no in the out through the <laughs> passage in the outhouse. Um, <laughs> oh, the line the witch and the outhouse. Right, right, and uh, and they meet up. I with, love that book with their mom, who who has now become like a uh, an evil enchantress. Um, who feeds them Turkish delight and um, <laughs> what is your brain is it's, really it's weird. All, all I could think of was Narnia sorry <laughs> I just went to my happy place and it turned out to be Narnia um, and um, uh, Vester um, meets up with Little Bit and just like it's a total like 300 page fuck fest <laughs> Listeners, uh-huh. let's just take. Now you're not the listener. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> listeners, let's just take a moment and think about that. That was some crazy shit <laughs> that came out of your mouth. Was it crazier than what already happened in the book? Come on. I... The answer is yes. It was. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> okay. Let it, 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 the way you're talking. It sounds like you think you've got something better. Let's hear. It. I got nothing. This is this is going to be completely on the spot. My, oh, oh yeah, no, I prepared that for, for months. <laughs> I've worked on nothing else. Okay, so where I'm going to go with this is because it seems like the author is trying to set it up right from the beginning that life sucks, the husband is especially sucks. And yes, the wife is like postpartum and kind of crazy, but it seems like five months they didn't get to see anyone. They're poor, they're starving. Anybody would get a little crazy. Sure. So I'm thinking the villain is definitely the husband in this story. Oh, definitely. And I think that the way that the author might change, you know, finish out this book is he takes off, he abandons her with her friend. Right. They form. Wait, a, what friend? Uh, there's a friend mentioned that okay. they're going to leave her with. Okay. Uh, they restore her to health and vitality through um, some which, poultice. A poultice. A pol- there's definitely a poultice with some corn herbs and poon yeah. and you know something a, a sat in a satchel that some mm-hmm. medicine man brings by. And uh, there's ointments. 
Unguents? There's there's unguents, there's ointments, there's a poultice. Um, this, she, this scene is like 40 pages long. <laughs> she's rest, restored to health. Um, she's so restored by the broths, bone broths. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They were, they were going full on paleo. <laughs> um, that she opens the first restaurant in Kentucky uh, called is, wait, Restore... Question, did this book take place in Kentucky? Uh, I don't know. Yes, I, I think that okay. there's a reference to Kentucky. Um, amazing. Okay. Uh, the, the restaurant's called Restore, mm-hmm. um, and there's, you know, a bartender with a, like, handlebar mustache, yep. and um, she, uh, you know, raises her children. They have children. They're, 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 the children have the, children? The children have children. Okay. She's With now, each other? Um, no. Stop interrupting. Sorry. God. Then... Uh, she's in her 80s, and she's been wishing revenge on her husband all this time, right? So he enters in the restaurant, and there's a sound when he opens the door. <gasps> what? What's the sound? You're supposed to make it. Oh. <laughs> no, not that sound. <laughs> that doesn't have a door oh, oh. sound. <laughs> and everything goes quiet. And she sees her husband, and he's old, and he's wrinkled, and he's bitter looking, and he's evil. And she runs back into the kitchen, and she poisons his corn poon. Oh. Wait, so all this has happened, and they're still eating corn poon? Uh, no, she just makes corn. Oh, like okay, a special, so that's, the, that's the only thing he likes. Like, yes. He's nostalgic for it. Totally. Like it's special of the house. Polenta from, corn poon. from the old country. He has his granddaughters, who he doesn't know, oh. serve him. <sighs> and they say in this creepy voice, here you go, granddaddy. And then he eats the corn poon, and he's like, why are you calling me granddaddy? Oh, that was good. Okay, you're right. Yours was better than mine. Just one question. <laughs> what happens to the guy with the nine-inch cock? <laughs> All right. He, he was my favorite character. <laughs> this has been the end of the sample Kindle book, Look Inside This Book Club. Did you enjoy the preview? Yes. No, I did not. Not at all. Buy with one click or see details no, for this book in the not. Kindle store. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know... I, I feel like uh, the only thing that could have improved that is if we had had um, Tommy Lee Jones on as a guest to explain why he wanted to turn this book into a movie. <laughs> Do you you really think that we can't find out what happens? I don't want to find out what happens. Why not? Because I don't care. Okay, I'm going to go find out what happens. Okay. I'm not going to read the book because that's like a waste of time, but mm-hmm. I'm going to read a summary of the book. Well, I think, yeah, I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. You we, can find summaries. We dodged the most important question. What's a homesman? <laughs> <laughs> oh oh you know what maybe he turns himself around maybe he becomes like mr dad oh like, <laughs> mr mom <laughs> maybe he becomes mr dad you know that movie that never was released with michael keaton <laughs> yeah mr dad <laughs> people were like that's dumb <laughs> <laughs> that's right he's and just... mrs mom that would never work either <laughs> right. right um yeah, he's uh, mr doubtfire <laughs> also not a, not a hit. also not so no, funny um so you know what? There was something else that I didn't like in this book. Just harkening back. Go figure. One second. Well, funny you should say go go figure. Did you just say go figure? I did. Okay, because the line is me. What can I do? I've figured. Figured. Oh, yes. That bugged me, too. It bugged me. Too close to fingered, too close to the N-word. Yeah. That- it, it bothered me on many levels. <laughs> yep. More so than wampus muffler and... Oh, there's nothing. Nothing bothered me about wampus. That's the best <laughs> word. That's- and homesman. Yeah. Oh, my God, there's so much. Did, we didn't even ever say what the, um, oh, this is very important. The name of the chapter is The Gather. Oh, I don't know what that means. And this is what it says underneath. Okay. 
Southeast 2, Section 10, Township 8, Range 4E, The Gather. So it means it's way out of the boonies. I don't yeah, know what The Gather is. The Gather is. sounds like a horror movie, doesn't it? Yes, The yeah, Gather. The, the Gather. Oh, dead baby. Do you think The Dead Baby comes back? Oh, that's a good question. This could totally go horror. We have no idea. Is this in a horror? Like, we have no idea what... <laughs> is where this, is this shelf? in a horror? No, no, you know what I mean. Like, one thing we should always do and look inside this book club is guess where in the library or where in the bookstore this oh, book is shelved. Oh, good question. I, wait, Only is, knowing 11 pages. Is there a section for Westerns in the bookstore or no? Well, don't you think this should probably be in horror? Um, Horror? I mean, or what do you think? Just fiction? You just think this is fiction? I just said it was Western. <laughs> I don't think there's a Western section. I think there should be. You think? Along with, along with other great Western writers like Louis L'Amour <laughs> and um, Zane Gray and uh, Larry McMurtry. Wow, and, look at um, you. That's impressive. Uh, Even but, though I don't know any of those people. And um, John Grisham? <laughs> I, I, I can't John Grisham? <laughs> Not Western. <laughs> yeah, maybe the, maybe I made up the other ones also. You might have. Hey, do you think the homesman is really the homesman, or or maybe it's the homiesman? The homiesman. Uh-huh. I, what does that mean? Well, what does the homesman mean? I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. Or, or is it the homesman? <laughs> <laughs> From now on, I'm just going to call you homesman. Um, yeah, I feel like I... What's up, that, Holmesman? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That actually sounds really nice. What's I, up, I will take that. Yeah, what All up, right. Holmesman? All right, well, I think we're at the conclusion of our new and improved Close for Logging. Do you think it's improved? You tell us. We yeah. want to hear from you. We have a Facebook page. It's called facebook.com slash closed for logging. Uh, we have a website where... Oh, we'll post a... a, a yes, a link for sure. Uh, yes, well, a, a picture of the cover of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, a... Uh, we're not going to post that video we were talking about earlier. No. Um, and um, yeah, so we'll be back next time with another another literary classic. Um, something something maybe less depressed. I don't know. Probably Who knows? Maybe, maybe worse. We Who don't knows? know. Hey, I have one final thing we should always do with this. Yes. The, the blurb, because I love blurbs, oh. on the front of the book is from the LA Times, and it says, impressive, shattering, convincing i want each of us to come up with our own blurb for this book just like a three word thing like that okay um wampus warbles (laughs) depressing (laughs) (laughs) um uh oh that's hard okay (laughs) it was your idea okay food folks and fun (laughs) no okay here we go here we go this is hard. This is totally improv. Okay, fuck it. I'm not going to do the three-word thing. <laughs> it's too hard. You did a great job. You took the words I was going to say. Yeah, but I, I, like, I bailed on it after two. There must be one other like dumb word that I should have used. Oh, uh, my God. Oh, wait. Okay, no, here it is. Here's my three-word blurb for the book. The, the, the. <laughs> the. <laughs> That's four, you idiot. No, I'm, it's, I, I'm insane, so it's okay. <laughs> you don't follow any rules. Yeah. I, I break the rules. Okay. Mine is I see dead babies. Uh, oh, God. All right. See or you next time. I, w- I wish I could flush. Um, oh. oh. Compost? Been... Uh. <laughs> I'm constantly asking people in my family, can you compost this? But I haven't gotten to that one yet. All right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's yep. still more. We need to name a couple band names inspired by this. Oh, well, definitely. The Wampus. The Wampus. I think um, Rod, Rod's from the Sod House. 
Um, oh, how about um, the 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 the? <laughs> totally. <laughs> Rod's, Rod's from the sod house. I'm sorry, I just registered. That's uh, um, the gather for sure. Oh, that's a pretty good band name. Yeah, it's like um, that'd be like a metal band. Okay. Um, ooh, wait, I'm looking back over. Uh, this is great. This I love this part. We definitely need this to do is this. Good, yes. Um, <laughs> this probably is a band called Pack of Wolves. Um, yeah. Winter of Damnation. <laughs> Winter of Damnation. T- totally. <laughs> and um, and a uh, kids kids band with like um, funny funny party songs called the Warbles. <laughs> oh, oh my God! How did we, we miss the this? Warbles. How did we miss this? The sentence: the homesteader was built like a barrel, and it was as though the bung had been pulled. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh no! If you haven't had your bung pulled, wait! <laughs> you got to try it. What is that? That means that Vester is built like a barrel. Uh huh. And what does it mean that the bung had been pulled? Well, maybe that he's gotten all scrawny because he hasn't eaten anything but pone all winter. But so like, oh, 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 it's so been like, it's been let out. Yeah, but a barrel wouldn't lose its shape if it was let out. It would just piss on the floor. That is an excellent point. <laughs> Barrels don't inflate or deflate. Um, you know what? Listeners, post your answers. How does a barrel with its bung pulled look skinny? Yeah, or maybe don't post anything about bung pulling <laughs> on our on our Facebook page. <laughs> All right. See you next time. <laughs>